Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Uh, we got a hot show today. I feel real sturdy today. I feel uh, in my prime. I told my guests uh, before we w- went on today that I started doing cocaine earlier in the day. Which is why I'm so goddamn chipper. Now, if you're wondering why D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway isn't with us today, he is in Las Vegas currently doing a suicide prevention panel with uh, Tim Kennedy, Dakota Meyer, and himself. And instead today on Drinking Bros, we're going to have a guest on who will definitely not make you want to kill yourself. That's uh, adult film star Gigi Dior. How are you, Gigi? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being had. Um, man, Anytime. That sound, it <laughs> sounds worse than it is, but uh, first of all, we're big fans, obviously. I'm sure you get that all the time out in the streets. Uh, what's that like? Um, it's a new thing, so it's definitely be- been an adjustment, um, having people recognize you um, from different social medias and being online. Um, I still don't understand why me, so I think that's kind of uh, like a reality of it, but uh, it's humbling, and I'm super grateful. Well, <laughs> I think you're attractive, and that's the first part of being in a, an adult film star. I don't know too many uggos in that field, do you? Let's, um, there's a few that I would say I don't quite get the appeal, but um, but for the most part, they, they'll, they'll trade it for something else. They'll be like a rockin' body then. So, you know, like I think it's all a trade-off. So, But for the most part, everybody that I know is a knockout, is a 12 out of 10. So, You know what? Now that you said it, it's true. Um, I was doing some research on you, uh, you know, obviously just for the show. And I, I did peruse, you know, some other catalogs and whatnot. There is some like Walmart shit that keeps popping up where it is some wild ass people that, you know, come come to think of it. Yeah, there's yeah. just a couple of uggos either fucking in a dressing room or out in the car in front of the Walmart. Um, and I think that appeals to a certain segment of people. I think it's a, the amateur field um, where and I think OnlyFans has definitely brought this more to light where it's more acceptable for um it to be filmed anywhere and with by anybody so and i love OnlyFans. don't get me wrong but i think it's definitely made it more mainstream for anybody and everybody to shoot and put it out there and so the amateur world is definitely um more more versatile i guess yeah (laughs) i mean look you can say it any weight uh age doesn't really matter on OnlyFans. um as long as you're willing to do you know, weird shit there. You're not on OnlyFans at all? Uh, right now, I am rebuilding it. Um, I took some time off. I wasn't happy with the one that I had up. So um, the new one's coming shortly and it will not disappoint. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty stoked. It's going to have some really big stars in it and some great content. So I'm super, super stoked about the relaunch of it. That's awesome. Do you take requests? I do. You I do. do. I actually love requests because it makes it a little easier for me to shoot because I don't have to constantly be coming up with concepts. So if someone has a request, a lot of times I'm like, yes, as long as it's within the realms of doable, you know, 
I've had some weird ones. I've had some weird requests, man. <laughs> What's the weirdest one you've had? Has anybody ever asked you to put on like a rabbit head and then uh, crushed boiled carrots through your toes or anything like that? No, but I have had somebody ask me to chop their penis off of them, chop it up and cook it and eat it. So um, I have had that request, which was we've seen that video. Yeah, we've seen that video. Yeah, that's a video. That's the pain Olympics, right? Yeah, I was going into that question, assuming that there was no way she was going to get a weirder request than um, that nurse who some guy tried to pay for her teeth. Yep to be removed yeah um and you just uh you just blew that out of the water uh to be quite honest well look it it happens so yeah we had uh an OnlyFans uh star on here that boston nurse who got fired for for having Mm -hmm. an OnlyFans account her weirdest request was somebody wanted to buy a molar what yeah buy a full tooth um, I mean, I, 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 yeah, no, I like steak too much. I think that price would be pretty high. What do you think that price would be to remove one of your chompers? It would have to be high mid six figures in order for me to even consider it. Yeah. 300 K 300 K somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to, it would have to replace me eating steak on that side of my mouth for a little while. So yeah, that would, that would definitely be up there. Well, look, definitely. the price of a good veneer, and I talked about this yesterday, is right around 5K. Um, right. And I've, I've got a great one, and I, I know a guy, and uh, you, can, you can easily get that replaced. 300K is worth a tooth. I'd pull out a couple molars for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I say that there's almost a price for everything. I mean, there are some things that I would say that are off limits, but yeah, there's almost, uh, I would say 300K. Okay, so let's, let's start with the things that are off limits to you. Um, I would never have someone's child for like just uh, for a price like that's off limits. I would uh, there's no uh, <laughs> no surrogacy going on in, in this body. I wouldn't. And I've, ha- I've been asked like I've definitely been asked. So um, that's off limits. Um, I think obvious the obvious stuff, you know, there's price there's price tags for no um, no children stuff and none of that kind of stuff but um sure i think actual physical like um i i i used my my uh imagination with the with the private or the custom for the chopping the guides off but for any actual physical harm body removal body dysmorphia anything like that i think is off limits so okay um, I, yeah, we need to know what the boundaries are in, in case, you know, obviously we have a, a gajillion listeners here. So once that OnlyFans relaunches, we just yes. want to give everybody a heads up on what not to ask for. Yeah, don't ask to have my baby. That's not happening. Because <laughs> a baby, I mean, look, do they want to physically like cream pie you personally and be like, hey, dude, I want to have the sexual act to completion. And then I want you to have the baby. I want to be yeah. in the delivery room and then cut the umbilical cord. That is uh, absolutely the requests that I get. Yes. 100%. No fucking way. Um, way. My God, dude. Way. Uh, that's like crazy. Like a commitment. Like, like no relationship to it. Just having a baby. Like, and I'm like, no, like, no. Like, are they, are they taking the baby from you or are they making you raise it? I don't know. I never get to that part of the conversation because it's just a hard no. I'm just like, no, like it's not. It's not even up for di- discussion. I'm if, sorry. No. If, you, if you have the amount of money. To be able to make that request and yeah. go through with paying it, you shouldn't be having a hard time finding a girl. Like you shouldn't be needing to pay for it. I feel like that's what I feel like too. <laughs> you know, but, but 
but it's That's a, a great point. but it's also a personal connection to you though uh, and it's a testament to you everybody has their favorite porn stars in this life right. the fact right. that you're at the top of somebody's list that they want to physically have a child and then raise said child alone without you is pretty well, yeah, impressive but- it it's it, it definitely humble. It's like whoa, like that's it's just me. Like I'm really, I'm just me. So yeah, it is impressive. I would all give you that one. Okay, it's so impressive. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this. Fr- I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take this a little further than today. Okay, is our producer okay. Bob, who you you heard over uh, mm-hmm. over the airwaves, there is having a, a baby tomorrow. His wife is getting induced mm-hmm. tomorrow, and so he's gonna be a father Aww. again tomorrow. How much for you to raise Bob's baby so that he never has to see it? I don't, I don't know that there is a number for that. Um, but I am a, I'm like a maternal person. I love that caring, but I don't know. Bob, you have to raise your own. I'm sorry. I put, I'll I'll babysit. Okay. I would say it's a real fetish of mine to not have to raise my kids. Yeah. yeah. That's a big fetish these days. I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there. I'm sure there's girls out there that'll, that'll, you know, accommodate you. But yeah, uh, not just nothing gets me horny like free time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, and then looking at somebody else's Instagram of somebody raising your child. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 how a lot of people get off. I mean, I could be totally vain right now and be like, it depends on how cute the baby is. Like, would it would it increase my Instagram value? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> like, if the baby's super cute. It, it maybe discuss discuss. Great question. What's your what's your IG at right now? Where where are you at right now? How I'm many at people? almost I'm at almost eleven k. Okay, so eleven thousand. I think we can obviously bump that up there. What number are you looking for to raise that baby? Oh goodness, um, two hundred, three hundred k. There you go. There you and go. I, you got to shoot yeah. for the moon in this life, and I shoot like for that. The moon. Yeah, I like or, that. Or not. I'm not greedy. But I gotta shoot for the stars. You know? Absolutely. Uh, let me ask you this: how, how yeah. old were you when you got started into porn, and what was the final factor for you there? Were you always a fan of it growing up and wanted to give it a go? Yes, you were. Yeah. So I've loved porn and just the whole sexual industry since I can remember. Um, and ironically, I started in the industry at just shy of forty, so I was like thirty-nine and a half. Um, I turned 40 last year and I'll be 41 this spring. And so I'll be two years this spring that I'll be in. Um, I had professional modeling experience prior to this. Mm-hmm. So in my uh, late teens, early twenties and into my thirties, I modeled professionally like mainstream. Like I did um, infomercials, uh, one life to live rescue me. Um, I did a Trojan commercial. I did an MTV music video. So I was in catalogs. I, I did like the modeling modeling thing for 20 years. Um, and I had a medical thing come up where it kind of changed some things in my body. And I was told that that industry wasn't going to accept me anymore. Um, COVID happened, uh, money situations, just like everybody else in the whole world. Um, so I started looking at ways to make money at home. And I came across an article on Ainsley, um, Ainsley uh, Divine, excuse me. Yeah. And um, she was a top cam performer. So I discovered camming. Um, I went to chatterbait.com. I signed up. And here we are. It's kind of all just been um, one foot in front of the other. And it's been an incredible ride. Nothing like I expected it to be. I just expected a little extra money in my account to, uh, you know, help with help make ends meet. And it has turned into an entire career, which is just 
insane. Yeah. So you sign with somebody. Do you have a contract with a particular company? Um, I'm with 101 right now. You're with 101 and they're treating you right? <laughs> yeah. They are incredible. Incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, when you hop into it, uh, were you mm-hmm. into everything initially? Uh, like anal, uh, all that stuff, girl on girl, everything else? Or do they kind of set the scenes for you on a daily basis? And is there anything you can turn down when you're on a contract? So I have the ability to turn things down. Um, I think it's actually been an interesting journey over the last two years. Um, I think I came in very naive to um, what was to come. So I set my expectations um, where I thought I should set them. And I, I came in and I was like, I'm only going to do girl, girl. I'm only going to shoot with this person. I'm only going to shoot with this person and I'm going to, you know, make it. And then reality checks you. And um, I realized that there's a very small market for only girl, girl, and it's only going to get you so far. So after I started shooting scenes for OnlyFans and I was shooting Guy Girl, um, I was like, well, what's the difference, right? I'm shooting it for OnlyFans. So what's the difference between shooting it there and shooting it professionally? And um, then it came to my, uh, you know, came to mind that the more I grow my name in the mainstream porn world um, and I have Pornhub videos up and all of that, it's going to just help grow my OnlyFans. It's going to just help grow my social media and um, my Chatterbait room. And it has, it's, it's done all of those things. So it's kind of been like this vicious circle of, not vicious, but a circle of growth where one thing helps the other. Um, and I have the ability to turn things down. Um, I'm very open. Um, I do have my hard nose and I actually take them on my phone. And when I get, when we sit down with another performer at the beginning of this scene, you know, I kind of have an idea of what the scene is going to be prior to getting there. Um, but when we get there, we each have our do's and our don'ts. And if they just tell me verbally, I have them down in my phone because sometimes you get caught up in the moment and caught up like in the events and you get like sidetracked. So I've decided to write them down and then I just hand it to them. And I say, you know, like, I don't like choking. I don't like this. You know, I don't like hard slapping. Um, I mean, you could slap my ass. You could do all those things, but the choking, choking kind of freaked me out after it was done the first time. So I, um, I paused on all of that stuff, but um yeah i have the ability to say no to to whatever and there's also safe words so if you're doing something and you're not comfortable you just nix it right then and there and everything stops so they're pretty cool about that what is your safe word um well it's a change it changes but i i really like bananas i think it's just it's easy and you don't forget it and it's not like obvious where you're screaming stop because stop can actually be part of the scene. So I like bananas. Sure. That's our, that's yeah. the one I ch- typically choose. Mine used to be onomatopoeia <laughs> and then I had to change it to popcorn shrimp over the years uh, just to kind of <laughs> simplify it uh, for, yeah. my, for my wife. Um, you know, that, I, that could be a mouthful. Well, <laughs> it sure was. Hence no the safe word. Yeah. <laughs> But no uh, yeah, no <laughs> pun intended. Who cares? Who oh, cares yeah. today, Gigi? Totally yeah, We're living right. in our own world. Damn it! Right. Um, We're so, in an OnlyFans world. Yeah. So what's what's the most aggressive shit you ever have you ever done? Like a DP, for example. Um, we had a uh, the the porn star from uh, from Boy Meets World, Maitland Ward. Mm-hmm. Maitland Ward. Maitland yeah. Ward came Maitland on, yeah. and uh, she was promoting her first DP. She was very excited about that. Um, have you done a DP yet? 
I have not. Um, I've shot about seven uh, professional scenes so far. Um, so I'm just kind of getting rolling. I would think the most aggressive was ironically my first scene. Um, it was for a hot milfs fuck. And there was there was choking. There was a, it was very aggressive. Um, there was uh, holding down. You know, it was a lot of deep throating, a lot of, you know, a lot of aggressive sex but it wasn't hardcore i would call it but for for what i've shot in so far it, it's definitely um what i've shot so far excuse me uh it's definitely been the hardest core that i've done gotcha yeah because i'm looking at uh porn right now um do, i don't know if you ever pop back over and kind of check out your final work and then the final scenes here what they actually named the video because that's always fun uh this one is uh big titted stepmom Gigi dior bends over the teacher's desk to save her uh job i think were they saving your job that day no stepson Oh yeah. Stepson. Oh, there's, oh, you were saving the stepson. So he was yes. in trouble at school. He was sniffing panties from girls' backpacks. And I don't know what girls had panties in their backpacks, but a lot. Hey, you'd be surprised. Had, he would be surprised. Apparently, had your he character had, had your character not tried Ritalin? Yeah, <laughs> <Not> Ritalin. <laughs> um, and do you so remember the I gentleman? Was, do you remember the gentleman's name in the scene with you? I do. It was. Um, oh my goodness. Now I'm completely blanking. Now that you quizzed me on it, um, yeah. Um. Oh my God, it's right there. Um. Peter Fitzwell. Okay. Uh. And I'm looking what at a name. Yeah, great name. I'm right? looking. I'm looking yeah. at Peter right now. Um. Peter, he's yes. got an absolute hammer on him. That's got. Yes. I mean, it's just. It's got to be shocking unless you grew up dating somebody with a huge dick. You know. And I did not. Um. I have had larger <laughs> ones, but he was definitely. Uh, he was definitely on the large side. Definitely. Um, and I was bruised from the desk scene. I was bruised for weeks afterwards. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the desk scene right now. Uh, this is on pervprinciple.com. Uh, is yeah. that somebody you do work for or somebody that your company kind of outsources to? Yep. The, um, my agency submits us to, to, it was actually a, um, sub company of team skeet. So um, Perf Principal is owned by Team Skeet. So it's one of their off brands. And uh, so my agency sends them and then they hire me through that. So um, we can be set with, you know, a, a numerous group of guys. Yeah. Big fan of Team Skeet. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've known some of those guys for a while over at Team Skeet and uh, they do great work. I think me personally, uh, just looking at uh, talking about your age, and that's the only reason I asked is, is when you got into it. It seems to me in porn now, the stepmother aspect of porn has really taken off. So it seems like you hit it at the perfect moment. Um, well, I don't I know. Was, if, I, don't know. I think so, because I, I don't know if it would have benefited you to start younger, because it, it seems like stepmom porn is all the rage right now. I don't, I'm not really sure why. Do you know why? I'm not sure why. I know there's definitely been a growing fetish, but are you ready for this? I've shot in two scenes that are, I was the grandmother. So they no. called me Nana in the scene. Yep. Two. <laughs> so I'm Nana in two scenes. I'm like, I, like, unless I had a kid at like 15, it's not even possible. So, but yes, so the, a lot of times these MILFs and the stepmoms are going to actresses that are in their 20s and early 30s. And so now us in our 40s are being cast. Now 
not only about MILFs, but into the GILFs range, too. Oh, boy. You're too young to be a GILF. (laughs) Yes, you're too young to be a grandmother I'd like to fuck. Thank you. Thank you. That's too much. Like like a GILF, that's crazy to me. Um, I I agree, but... Do they put aging makeup on you, like a gray wig? No. I looked just... Like, it was a little more makeup than I have on now, but no, I looked very similar. And um, they should be coming out very soon, so... Yes, I had another one drop last week for uh, Bang Brothers with um, Bang Bros. Yeah, uh, John Love. So okay, how, that one. Was, I go ahead. How was that? Um, it was a great. He was a wonderful, wonderful co-star. He it works a lot, so he knows the angles. He knows how to um, work like your body to position it to look well. It was very easy to work with. We, you know, got in, got our shots, and got done. So it was it was a great great experience with him. Okay, uh, now I'm looking yeah. at another one here called Shady Spa Gigi, the ultimate mm-hmm. relaxation blowjob. Do you remember that one? I do. Um, who was your Who was your star in that one? I don't. Rec- he was a newer actor, and I don't. Isn't that terrible? I don't even. I. I. I don't know even know that I knew his name at the, that day. It's a very. Sometimes it's a strange world where you walk in and you're like, "Hi." You exchange, uh, you know, tests and photos, and you get right to it. And I don't recall his name. I know that's terrible, but I don't. No, it's fine. Because I mean, look, as I'm scrolling through this here, is this an easier day at the office when you're just giving a blowjob? Because that's yes. all the scene required, and then you're kind that of out of there. What's that day it. like? Um, we just kind of how I said we both came in. We showed our talent testing. Um, we did some paperwork. We I like cl- cleaned up my makeup, my hair. I put on the cute little outfit, and we set up lighting. We took some stills at the beginning of like photographs, and then we would shoot like portions. Stop. Take photos shoot portions, stop, take photos, and you kind of run it all together. And um, he gets close, and then we do the ending, and that's your day. Gotcha, because, you know, when you're looking at a scene like this, this one's running about 1047 here on the time Mm -hmm. code, 10 minutes and 47 seconds. It's amazing that he could last that long. Is there instances where the guy ends up coming, and then you have to reshoot it, and he's just like, look, I apologize. Um, That was really great. Uh, but you're going to have to give me another round here in the chamber. I haven't worked with that yet. Um, I've had instances where they couldn't get hard to start with, um, which is, a fr- I'm sure, much more frustrating for them than it is. And the pressure, I can't even imagine for them. Um, and then I've had instances where they can't because they've worked so many days that they're, I guess, dry or, or not backed up or whatever. Oh, it got it, got it. So yeah. Where yeah. they go and they go and they go and they go. So you you can't, they can't come. So it's it can sometimes be the opposite. But I've not ever had an issue where they came too soon or, um, but I have had them where they couldn't and it was a little bit more. So actually, most of the guys can actually last way longer than we're shooting so it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible yeah i mean it makes sense with the 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 medicine that we have that's available today too with viagra uh and cialis and things like that it's a little easier showing up for the job back in the day you know there was a lot of cocaine in the 80s and 70s when when this all started kind of and it was it was a downer where you were like look 
I'm on drugs. I can't get a, I can't get an erection. Now you can take a little Papa's Papa's little helpers there and and yep. get you back into the scene and and back alert and alive again. I didn't even think though that they were been you know pounding away for so many days that the old well might be empty. Baby it Jessica was, was rescued. Yeah, one of them was uh, one of them had shot like I think five or six days in advance and had to shoot even the morning of our shoot. So he had two two that single day. And he was just like, I, I've got, I've got nothing. So we had to, we had to improvise. You, what do you, what do you do in a situation like that? Turn it into a cream pie video and then you have to fake it? No, um, there's this, uh, um, I don't even know what to call it. It tastes like Elmer's glue, but it's, uh, it's a, a bottle of, it's called spunk and, or splunk, something like that. Sure. And it looks just like, it looks just like cum. So they just like pour it. Or they um, also um, Cetaphil, the face wash. Yeah. That works for the effects too. So. Great plug for Cetaphil today. They're going to be, yeah. yeah, they're going to be amped. Not only that. do I use it on my face. <laughs> yeah, I, I use it on my face. Um, yeah, yeah. I use it on my face and below. Yeah, I use it on my face, my chest, my thighs, my, my small, my back, all of it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that um, because yeah. there's some videos where I watch where I'm like, that's just too much cum. That's got to be fake. Uh, but with this, uh, shit. All right. This, this makes a little more sense. Now we're, now we're getting into some good stuff here. Um, what? Who, who does that on set? What is there like a PA? Like who's, who's, who's? I would imagine it's makeup and hair, right? Don't they come out? At makeup or hair is one um or a lot of times it's uh, if there's two camera people one the producer gets in there uh, a lot of times the you the crew is a lot smaller for for the ones i've done um the crew is a lot smaller than you would imagine it's usually only like three four people on set that yeah. are shooting all of this so you have hair and makeup and then you have like the assistants and then um you have the producer the camera people so it's really a small group of people. So we all kind of pitch in and, and do what we can. But um, but usually it's whoever's free at that moment. So it's not a specific, there's not a specific, you know, fake come person. Yeah, it's, it's like a skeleton crew, you know, four or five people. Yeah. I understand that everybody kind of helps out. Yeah. Uh, and that's nice. Have you ever had to have sex with one of the crew members? Because one of the guys just couldn't do it? I have not, no. Okay, so I, we had a buddy of mine in Los Angeles that, uh, that had to do it. And it sounds like every dude's dream, right? Where it was like, holy shit. It's, I, I would uh, put it, what was the, the movie The Sandlot? Where uh, Benny finally made it to the majors. Like, that's how my buddy felt, where he finally made it to the majors. And uh, he couldn't perform, he said. It was just too much. Really? Yeah. I think that's every guy's dream. So I say that a lot of times when I'm in my cam room and I have guys that are like, oh, you know, I do you all night. And I'm like, I, I dare you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to sound cocky, but good luck. Like you don't like I, I a lot of people and it like I've had people shoot for OnlyFans and they can't they can't get it up under the pressure. So it's not as easy as a lot of people claim for it to be once that camera's involved and the lights and and it's not for pleasure. You know, most of the positions you're not able to, um, you're not, you know, it's not, it's not for fun. It's, it's a lot of holding a position because they need to change camera angles. So, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the worst job in the world. No, but it's, it it's beats digging ditches. 
It definitely does. It, it, it beats bagging groceries, but um, it, it's definitely not for everybody. And I think a lot of people look at it like, oh, you know, we just screw all day. And it's, it's way more than that. It's way more than that. So yeah. Great. When I talked to my buddy about not being able to perform, uh, his advice was don't meet your heroes. Sometimes you come too fast and uh, I've never forgotten it. I've never forgotten it. So, yeah. That's a t-shirt quote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because when I say he couldn't perform, I meant he couldn't perform past like 40 seconds. Um, yeah. He was just like, it was just so much, you know, because it's in your head and you've been watching this person mm-hmm. forever and then all of a sudden right. you're inside them and it's just lights out guerrilla radio and you're you're all done. Then you have to apologize get up profusely uh, and then do the walk of shame and yeah yeah, yeah. and it was like oh <laughs> it's uh, it's my parents netflix subscription it's i didn't know this was gonna happen um right. what's your favorite position gun to head if you if you had to do it uh what do you um, got there i'm i'm torn um excuse me um i have i'm between uh reverse cowgirl and uh doggy those are my two faves okay i love I love both of those. I like the control on top of that one and then doggy. I just, um, for personal reasons, that's my favorite. So. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a reverse cowboy myself. Um, you know, I like, uh, I like the man to be on the bottom. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. I, I'm trying to picture it. I'm like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've, I, you uh, made my mind go. I know. I, I've, I've gone down that road before. You ever watch the Elton John biopic, uh, rocket man? Yep. That was the first time I saw two dudes fucking in Mish, and uh, I've still I haven't been able to shake it to this day. It kind of changes everything. It does because you're seeing the you know the two legs up in the air and they're hairy, and then they're kind of pulled back, and you're like, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I mean, it it makes sexually it makes sense once you see it, but it's one of those things yeah. as a dude, it doesn't really pop in your head first. You're like, oh fuck. Yeah, you would be yeah. able to pull that off, you know? You would be. Yeah, that that would work. That would work. Being in porn has changed my view on porn. Um it's actually for a, for a lack of another term, it's kind of ruined it for me. Um I because I know so many of the stars now and so many they're my friends. So to jump on Pornhub, I'm scrolling through and I'm like, "Oh, there's Lily. Oh, there's Jazzy." I'm like, "Uh, you don't it's it's different when they're your acquaintances and they're your friends. It's it's just different. And you know like so much of the behind the scenes now. So it's it's just different for me now." Sure. Are you married in real yeah. life? I am in a relationship. Yes. Okay. So but but not married, just a boyfriend. No. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I ask, uh, obviously, is he cool with what you do for a living? He would have to be, right? Yes, very, very, very supportive. Um, he's been with me since day one. Um, we discussed it at the get-go. He's been a part of every decision. And I like uh, communication and honesty is obviously the most important part here. Like You couldn't do it without all of that. But yes, he's been... Um, I discussed it with him before I did any of it. So it's been part of the journey. Um, does he get in on the OnlyFans or not? Because we've had a few uh, people in the past who just fuck their husbands. And yeah. uh, and then that's a big part of it. Have you guys discussed doing that on OnlyFans? We've discussed it. We're not at that point yet. Um, I've kept it. We've kept it separate for right now. So I kept work, work and personal, personal. Gotcha, gotcha. Because uh, one would imagine, let's say your OnlyFans takes off, and like you were mm-hmm. saying earlier, with the amount of content you have to put out and ideas you have to execute, you know, it'd be seven o'clock on a Tuesday, and you're like, ah, shit, 
John's the only one here. Hey, Connie, can I just use your cock for this thing real yeah. quick? And we'll then blur out your face, lay down. I need to get this done. <laughs> yes, exactly. Where it's it would, just like, yeah. Yes, it would be it would be mutually beneficial, but we've not crossed that yet. So gotcha. And because I'm a, yeah. like, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but is his hog sweet enough for camera? Like, is that ready for prime time? And have you thought about that? It is absolutely. It would definitely not disappoint the fans. Okay, cool, cool. It would definitely not disappoint. Good, good. Because that's <laughs> that's something that, you know, you would have to take into consideration before getting together Absolutely. with them. We're like, man. It takes a lot to keep up with me anyway, though. So, like, I'm not, like, in this industry just for the money. I have an enormous sex drive. So, it, it does take a lot to keep up with me anyway. So. so, when you're talking about enormous, how many times a week on average would you say you have sex outside of porn? Ten. Ten times a week, okay. So you're you're looking at roughly twice a day, somewhere you know, right around there. Sometimes more, sometimes more, but um, at least once or twice a day. Sometimes three, but at least once or twice a day. And has this always been your sex drive, or did it recently start once you got involved in porn? Uh, no, it's always been. So I was married um, for uh, for a significant amount of time, okay. and after my divorce, I. I I always had the desire, but I kind of was under the impression that like my desires didn't matter. So, um, I hid it, you know, I hid that I wanted it and that I was, you know, I had a high sex drive. So after my divorce, I really had what I call like a sexual awakening. Um, I discovered that it's okay to have a high sex drive. It's okay. I I taught myself to squirt after my divorce. I was like, what is that? I want to learn. And I taught myself. I was super interested in all. Like, I'm in. I'm interested in not just sex itself. I'm interested in the psychology behind it. I think it's just super intriguing how people find other people attractive, how the whole thing works, how your body works, how like I just think the entire thing is fascinating. So let's let's solve the old uh, the old question here. What <laughs> is squirting exactly, and how did you teach yourself? What is the fluid? <laughs> The flu- I'm not sure what the fluid is exactly. I like I'm a, I believe that it's a sort of female ejaculation because I can like before I go on set for for instance, I will completely empty my bladder because if you're in the middle of a scene, you can't you can't pee, right? So you have to be able to so I'll completely empty my bladder and within like a couple of minutes of the scene, I'm squirting. So I I argue this all the time that it can't be if it is urine it's only a little bit because I have an empty bladder yeah. so uh, like um it does help when you're hydrated but I don't know that it's because of the urination itself so but like I said I could have an empty bladder and still squirt a lot so does it feel better squirting and do you prefer it over just a regular yes. orgasm yes yes it's like an in it's like an orgasm on steroids. It's a whole body release. It's just, yes, it's intense. Like sometimes you can't feel your legs afterwards. It's pretty incredible. And then with that, obviously, do you have to get like a bed cover? One of our sponsors is ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros. They sell a bed cover for the bed. Uh, it doesn't say, I'm looking at the box now. It doesn't say squirting <laughs> on the back of it. It should. Uh, but one would imagine if you don't have something like that, then you're constantly doing laundry. Yes. Well, I constantly do laundry anyway because of the amount of sex I have. But um, but yes, uh, uh, a bed protector is absolutely necessary or your mattress would be trash because 
the, it doesn't, I mean, you'd have to let it completely dry and then like it would. Yeah. So you definitely need some kind of bed cover. I'll have to look into ghost beds. That's yeah. Crazy. You'd have to get a goddamn yeah. box fan to dry that off. If you know, put that next <laughs> to the bed. Yeah. Exactly. Looks now like an industry fans put that, it just go into home Depot and get the, yeah. yeah. Get a get a the the basement flutter fans that you blow and you got two leaf blowers in the room and you're like, hey, mom and dad (laughs) just had sex. I gotta dry down the The bed. The lights dim in the entire house, so when you plug it in. (laughs) (laughs) Now, does your ex husband know what you do now? And has he reached out and said, "Holy shit, I was unaware that you were into that, and I made a huge mistake." Um, not the latter of what you just said, but yes, he is absolutely aware. Um, and he told me he was aware through our attorneys. So yes, he is aware. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Are you guys still going through a divorce right now? No, we're not. Uh, we've been divorced six years. And, um, so we're, we still have items that like, we're fully divorced. Like everything's complete. But there's items that like we rebrought up, um, and so we're we're still fighting through that. And I think we're on this round for our second, going on our second year now. So um, my attorney's just literally on my payroll. It's like, yep, all right, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, he's a huge. My attorney's too a huge fan of what I do. But um, uh, yes, he's aware, and he has. He's a dirtbag, for a lack of another word. He's just a complete and total dirtbag. No, that's cool. I, look, we hear that all the time on this show, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, fuck him. Yeah, he, I don't even know yeah. him, and I side with you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, he's done some horrific things to uh, to everybody, so he is not a good person. And he had a small penis to, to, to boot. So. Oh, <laughs> nothing worse than that. You were doing well, him a favor. I did do him a favor, so I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, what's that? What's that legal letter like? Because we we've I've gone through my fair share of lawsuits in the past. Uh, first yeah. of all, the only winner is the lawyers in any of these situations. It's extremely right. rare that you you know you, you see the headline of like a McDonald's lady who got burned by the coffee and gets five million or whatever it is. It's extremely rare that any of that bullshit ever happens. Usually the Mm -hmm. lawyers get paid and then that's kind of it. And then you move on with it and you come towards some sort of settlement. Uh, What's that legal filing where you get the first notice from your lawyer and you'll be like, hey, you're not going to believe this. He brought up your porn career. Was he listing specific videos going through like Pornhub or X videos and things like that? How does that work exactly? So it was through the ongoing case, um, and he um, opened. He actually physically recorded um, streams of um, my, of certain shows that I had done, and sent them to my attorney and other sources. But those sources I can't name at the moment. But sure. yeah, he um yeah he took uh, uh screenshots and screen grabs of videos and sent them to my attorney and said that um i'm aware that is doing um adult performing now um so that was and he wanted all my bank records gotcha because i didn't know if- that's what it was about that's what it was really about it wasn't what i was doing it was how much i was making from it gg you've done some podcasts before you know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros new year new you 
Get yourself a new mattress over at GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. 30% off a mattress and two free luxury pillows when you use the promo code Drinking Bros at checkouts. Pillows are just as comfortable as the goddamn mattress. Once you get used to sleeping on these things, you'll never go back. I can promise you that. And the beauty of the promo code of Drinking Bros is you get 30% off of everything in the entire store. So that cover I was talking about, the sheets, uh, they got a weighted blanket there. They got a ton of fun stuff over in the old ghost bed catalog. Don't be shy. Fill up the cart as high as it will go. And use that promo code Drinking Bros and get 30% off. And that'll take 30% off everything. Doesn't matter if you put 700 pairs of sheets in there. 30% off of all of it. Now, if you want 40% off, got to get that bundle package, dog. It's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. It's got a super sleek remote control. It vibrates. It's got USB ports, flashlights. All the bells and whistles are in this thing. And uh, if your partner, man or woman, no judgment here, uh, likes to go to sleep earlier than you or likes to stay up later than you, they also offer a split king option with two different remotes. And it'll go up and down. You can control how late you stay up or how early you want to go to bed. I've had it for three years. Love the goddamn thing. Can't live without it. Uh, huge fan of all their products over at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And when you check out, you're going to see a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And uh, when you check that box, all the deals that are mentioned are applicable with that. I don't care if you, you ordered 600 mattresses. It doesn't matter. You can still use it on that plan. You can still get all the deals. And that's the beauty of it. Uh, if you're just getting one, congratulations. You're walking out of there with a brand-new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. Love ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, and so will you. Next up, we got mybookie.com. Promo code drinking bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. We're doing drinking bros sports after this, kids, making all of our picks uh, for the NFL this weekend. Big games, dude. This is going to decide who's going to the NFC and the AFC Championship this weekend. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to give you one pick, all right? In case you don't listen to the other show, you should. You should subscribe to Drinking Bros Sports, though, damn it, because we're giving you all the hot picks on a weekly basis. I'm going to go ahead and give you my pick, though, for the weekend. I went hard this morning on this. Uh, dropped a lot of money on Giants money line. Pays off at three to one on mybookie.com right now. Put 250 bucks on it. Pays off right around $700 over there. New York Giants money line at mybookie.com is where I went. In case you check in to the sports episode later and you're like, Ross, what were you betting today? What was your big upset this weekend? That's what I got. Now, if you're a Philly fan, you can bet with me or against me on mybookie.com. Just make sure to use that promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit, and then you can go all the way up to a thousand dollars. You put a thousand in, get a thousand back. You wake up in your bank account, you got two thousand dollars, and then you can start gambling on the weekends. Uh, Super Bowl is just around the corner as well. We're doing a huge Super Bowl show live 
from Arizona. We will be there with Brian Erlacher. In the meantime, though, sign up. Get a new account at mybookie.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your first deposits up to $1,000 and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Right. I didn't know if he put like specific titles in there, like, you know, stepmom don't like F's, but like D's, Johnny Love, Gigi Dior. <laughs> like, I don't know if, it, like, if it's that specific, you know? It was just videos. So he sent like a thumb drive of screen grabs of videos and, and uh, viewings of different, uh, different shows. So he actually went on like my Chatterbait shows okay. and was as one of my viewers and recorded my shows and then sent them to my attorney. I bet he jacked off. <laughs> one more time. I think about that. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like one more time to an ex where you're just like, eh, I mean, I, you know, I'll throw one down here. Like I'm here, f- <laughs> I'm here for obviously this lawsuit, but uh, she looks great. Haven't seen her in a while. Might as well, you know, rub one out and, and one just, out. yeah, <laughs> and just kind of, <laughs> kind of move on and then sadly type it into the lawyer, you know, your computer yeah. downstairs. Or you're just like, you're not going to believe this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's doing porn, but I also got off. And uh, yeah. we're, we're going to need more of her money. A- angry, angrily, anger. Oof, I can't speak today. Excuse me. Angry and still like a little regretful. He's like, damn, she didn't do this when we were together. I know, <laughs> but you got to ask, right? And that's the hard part where you got to ask right. and be like, hey, um, you know, is this cool if we do anal and, and some light choking? Um, but right. sometimes right. people are afraid to ask. So many people. So that's a fantastic point. In um, my Chatterbait rooms, like you start to build like online, I guess, like relationships or what, whatnot. Yeah. So same people come into my room. They're my fans, you know, like you, like I know what certain people like. And um, it's unbelievable to me how many people are just lonely, you know, like they come to me and they talk, they can't tell their significant other, you know, their desires, their wishes, their, what they want in the bedroom. And I just like my best advice to them is just talk to them. If they're not into it, then, um, then nothing, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right. But you have to speak to your partner about these things and they're not, nobody's talking. And I think so many people would be more sexually gratified if they just spoke with their partner more or shared, like if they find something on Pornhub or, you know, if they're watching me and they like something share it with their partner and say, I would love to try this sometime. I have partner, I have guys bring their wives onto the camera room and say like, Hey, like I wanted, I want her to do this. So, um, I, I think it's, it's definitely a lack of communication out there. Yeah. There's a ton of that. And I think if you're going to have a, a long-term relationship, you kind of have to knock all that out, uh, mm-hmm. and get it out of the way with the other person. For, first of all, to make sure they're cool with it. Um, and right. whatever weird shit they're into, cause let's face it. Some people cross the line one way or the other where you're just like, oh, shit, I was unaware that you wanted me to piss on the carpet and then watch me through a ring camera uh, as yep. I as I was on all fours and stared over it like I was a dog until you got home, which is a right, thing that exactly. happened on our show one time. Uh, yeah, somebody came out and admitted that on our show one time, and it was just like, oh, shit, you think you know a person, you know? You, you think, think you know a person. You, think, you um, don't. You really, you really, you really don't know people. No. It's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, because it, it got to a point where she was eating out of a dog bowl towards the end. And finally she was just like, look, dude, I can't do this anymore. You know, the, the food's not great. 
Um, and <laughs> like, I'm, I'm starting to get full and now I'm missing dinner with the kids and all that stuff. And like, we got to move lots on past carbs. this. Yeah, tons of carbs in that dog lots food. Lots of carbs in that dog food, you know, lots of saturated fat, not good for the hips. They don't make it uh, for humans. And that's part of it too, where you're just like, will they eat the dog food? You know, if right. I put actual dog food in the bowl, will they, will they do it? And uh, yeah, homeboy had, had broke down the whole story for us. And then towards the end, cool. I, just, I just felt bad for his wife. Yeah, there's, yeah, there needs to be a lot of discussion before that is done. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, because there's some dark That's shit. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is some definite dark shit. Dark, it, dark, dark. And you wonder where it comes from. Because uh, there, there's another prominent podcast. I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But the owner likes to walk girls around on a leash. Like that's the thing where it's like a collar yeah. leash and everything else. And then, you know, uh, kind of let them out and, and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't picture that person to do that. Um, that's huge at the Exoticas and at the um, the shows that um, like I attend Exotica X3, XBiz, uh, where there's fans. A lot of fans will bring in their significant other and they'll have collars on and they'll walk them around. So I, I, I see that on a regular basis at the shows. That out in public? Pretty interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Man, I've seen, absolutely. I saw it once in uh, Los Angeles. I, I lived in LA for a while, and it was at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a girl, actually, who had her husband or boyfriend or whoever it was on the leash. And I was like, ah, that's different, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they're usually dressed in, like, leather and, yep. and, you know, have whips in the other hand. And, yep, they have, a like, a dog collar on with a leash. 100%. Yeah. yeah I saw it uh, on the – if you're out in LA at the El Centro – in sunset location and that was interesting um yeah. because you know la is such a liberal city they were like well they're not going to say anything <laughs> nobody's going to yeah. say anything i mean they, they ordered a latte and it was a very exact order and then the yeah. the guy had to whisper to her what he wanted and then she ordered it for him and i like right. that element of it too and i was like shit bravo you guys you know that fantastic fantastic you have yeah. such a great you have such a great uh great relationship you know what to order yeah, I was right behind them, so I got to see all of this shake out, and I, I just kind of give them like a like a tip of the cap, you know. I was like, "Hey, congratulations! Way to go, you guys! Proud of you!" Um, Proud of you. Hey, let, high five. Let me ask you this: Have you gotten into some serious acting yet? In any of uh, these scenes here, where you know maybe you're playing a nurse and you're going through giving a, a patient, uh, I don't know. Hey, I'm sorry, you know, Ricky, you've got uh, stage four. Uh, pancreatitis or you know some type of pancreas cancer or something like that you're gonna die do you have a -a make-a-wish thing Um, I belong to the make-a-wish foundation what can I do (laughs) for you have you had any dialogue that stretches out yet I feel like when my OnlyFans is launched I feel like I'm gonna get that request oddly no um (laughs) yeah you are because you're gonna see a kid roll up in a wheelchair too and just and kind of look at you puppy dog eyed um, no, I have not had um, that kind of acting. Um, I was a grandma in two, so I had to act to be a grandmother. So um, that came with the full blade, plate of chocolate chip cookies and everything. The one I was a um, sex therapist in, so I had to give um, my step granddaughter and um, her boyfriend, you know, sex therapy. So I had I had to act there. Um, there is. <sighs> 
I was an actress, so it's hard to say, but there is a good amount of acting in what we're doing. So, yeah, I would say that there's it's it's there's acting in it. Sure. Did, did you have to do a grandmother voice like, oh, you, you're going to have to lick my pussy to get out of this <laughs> room or I'm not going to give you any worthers? <laughs> I didn't, but I did have to call them like um, I had to say, like, who's your Nana? <laughs> and like, I did have to refer to myself as Nana. Anna and them as my grandkids and all of that good stuff. So uh, I didn't talk like a, I mean, maybe I do sound older, but I didn't talk like a grandma yet. So who's they didn't ask me. your Nana? Come on. Who's, who's, your, who's Nana? your Nana? Who's your Nana? <laughs> I don't think I could get off hearing who's my Nana. That would be a little too much. If you pulled out a tissue out of an old sweater too, and then just licked it and wiped off like, you know, half my face. Oh God damn it, dude. I couldn't get it up. I'm sorry. No, no. The word this original has a dime stuck to it and some pocket lint. Oh, got <laughs> an old movie ticket to Cocoon. Like one of the ones that you tear and you're like, oh, Nana. It smells like mothballs and mold. God damn it. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do, I mean, obviously if it's you, sure. But like an actual <laughs> grandmother, I don't think I could get there. Like if I, if I saw, you know, speaking of Cocoon, if I saw Jessica Tandy, getting railed mm-hmm. in some porn and be like oh fuck i can't do this like i'll <laughs> i'll breeze by those pages when it when it pops up that's the beautiful thing about touchscreens now you can literally just fast forward to the good stuff yeah right? and and do you know that like do you see it behind the scenes does it give you a time code because for all of our podcasts you know we own a, a huge media network here of 16 shows it'll tell <laughs> you when people stopped listening where they started listening all that other stuff do you get analytics like that to then use on well here's here's why i ask um because mm-hmm. you would use it in some of your scenes and be like all right if they're just skipping ahead to this then maybe my audience likes me doing this more than the other thing um you know so what i've found is by like the previews that the companies use those seem to be like the the scenes that they are promoting the most so like um like a, a line or the way you roll your eyes or a position if it's like a screen grab or a, a clip of a certain thing I, I believe that's kind of how it's rolled out for my only fans i do, like when i had it last time i do get analytics on that and actually one of the best um out there for what you're talking about is tiktok um it mm. shows you how long each viewer has watched it the optim like how say you had a hundred views and say it would say like 55 people watched to 10 seconds and 60 people or, you know, whatever the rest of the math is 50, 50 other people watched it to, or 45 other people watched it to full, you know, full 15 seconds yeah. or what have you. So, um, TikTok's analytics are really, really good that way. So I, I like promoting stuff on there because it, it really is informational on how, engaged your audience is on your on your um content yeah because i think if you got the (laughs) info from like pornhub you know most people would skip Mm -hmm. ahead to like taint licking and then be like all right cool maybe that's where i should get started and Mm -hmm. uh and then the the whole undress thing and everything else because you wonder in a tiktok society if you're just not over and you're just like all right i want to get to the the meat and potatoes here and uh i want to see some aggressive pounding and uh and because i got things to do today uh, I know on some of the scenes, I, I don't know, um, but they do like clip it, you know, where it says like intro, they put like the little tags on the uh, the clip line yeah. or on the play line where you can say like intro. 
I don't know if they are doing that yet on Pornhub. Um, I haven't seen it, but maybe they do on some of them. Um, but it's definitely interesting. Definitely interesting to see what people like to get to. I had um, one of my OnlyFans that it was um, it was a college guy video, and it went down like some of the stuff that was said in the video. Like I'm still hearing, and it's not even up anymore. It's it's incredible what people pick up and what they like in your videos. It's it's amazing. Yeah, Dave, there's pizza all over the floor. Dave, um, yeah. <laughs> Do they quote lines to you? Like back oh, and yeah. forth? Oh, yeah. What's one, of the, what's one of the top lines that people quote back to you? So um, I was shooting with a college kid from Michigan. And oh. um, during, during the scene, he goes, go blue. So I get that one back to me a lot. Um, and the condom broke in the, <laughs> the condom broke in the middle of the scene. And um, I had fans like come out and they were like, what a dirt bag. Like they're super, some of them are super protective. It's, it's, it's really adorable. So, but yeah, that's a one go blue comes back. Um, Man, you just killed my boner for eternity. I went to Ohio <laughs> state, you know, I went to Ohio state. So, well, it's not just Michigan. I, I have others coming out. So hold, hold, hold your boner, hold your boner. I, as soon as you I've get fired back I'm up, fine. I'll pay you whatever dollar amount to say, go bucks. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, okay. I can't have oh, yeah. that. I can't have you walking around oh, yeah. the streets with people shouting out, go blue go for Christ's sakes. So. I'll, I'll do I'll do a, a special one for you. I'll I'll scream go bucks for you. Yeah, i look. I'll give Michigan this. I think that was a genuine loss this year. Uh, we beat Georgia, but that Michigan beat us. I'll, I'll give them that this year for sure. Uh, I'm looking at some of your other scenes here. You you're riding a, a Sibian in one of these. What's the hype? Is the Sibian worth it? Does it really give you endless orgasms? whole uh, that was mind-blowing that was the craziest experience i've ever had yes hands down it was back to back to back to back to back it was almost too much at a certain point like i was like i need a nap for three days yeah because you had to have sex with this guy afterwards and i'm wondering like how many orgasms you had that day um because this is i think it was around 10 holy shit yeah it was around 10, um, if I remember correctly. And it was a five-hour scene from start to finish with no break. So we shot for five hour, five to six hours straight. It was like God. five, five and a half hours. What do you yeah. do when you go home at night? Is that cold peas? What do you put on there? <laughs> it's a hot shower and a heating pad and lots and lots of uh, hot toddies for your throat. Because that's actually what I lose a lot is my voice from screaming. Because yeah. I'm very vocal. Um, I don't usually have an issue with being sore, so it takes a lot because I, because my drive is so high. It takes a lot to make me sore. I was sore that day. Um, definitely. So it was just a hot shower and like resting the rest of the day. <laughs> Lots of water. Yeah, I bet. And then how's that, com- that convo with your boyfriend of like, Hey, I just shot a five hour scene. I don't, I can't have any more dicks in me. I love you. And you can heat up some hot pockets if you want, but I got to go to bed. <laughs> Actually, I was out of state for that one. So I had uh, a day to rest before I got back home. So it all was good in the neighborhood. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I had like 24 hours to rest before I came back. Do you ever pop on the news and see like a huge story? Like, let's take this, uh, this cop chick from Laverne, uh, Tennessee, who banged her entire police department. Uh, do you ever call your team and say, hey, 
I think it'd be great if we could capitalize on this and I could play that cop and then we could have four or five guys from the unit bang me. Um, do you go off a of pop culture? I do. Um, there are a couple of things I have and I have, I'm going to be shooting that are definitely um, pop culture or current um, new stuff that's going to be, that'll be shot. So I'm pretty, ex- I'm pretty excited about really excited about a couple of things that are coming out, but yes. Um, so I was actually asked, um, uh, who's who at which actress? Oh my God. I can't speak today. Excuse me. Which actress would look the most like flow from the progressive commercial. So yeah. um, there's definitely some current events that are, that are pulled into it. So I love um, being able to capitalize on stuff that's hot out there right now. And, and, and roll with it. You know who everybody wants to fuck is the AT&T girl, Lily. Right? Yes. She's so cute. Man, she's got she's some so fucking cute. heavies on her, too. It's one of those things with her where if she dropped an OnlyFans, I, no lie, she would probably make $5 million in a week just for mm-hmm. one picture because everybody's been watching for years. She keeps covering herself yep. up more and more. And yep. uh, if she just dropped an OnlyFans with one pick, she'd probably make $5 million in that week, and then she could just walk away. She could retire for life. She's that a classic girl next door, you know, slightly nerdy, kind of hard to get. Like, yeah, she is so cute. So cute. Who's people that uh, that they tell you you look like and be like, all right, great. I think you'd be great as this actress. I get um, Mariska Haggerty a lot. Whoa, um, now you're getting into some fucking cop shit. Yeah, from... Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that quite a bit. Um, ironically, if I had a, if I had dark hair, I actually... Sometimes I get um, uh, Kim Kardashian a little bit. I get a little bit of the Kardashians with dark hair, if I had dark hair. Uh, let's see, who do I get? Um, do you ever get uh, Vi- uh, Viola Davis by any chance? No. Okay. No. She's a, she's a great actress. Great actress. Uh, Oscar um, nominated. Um, yeah, I because uh, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking maybe like a Christina Applegate type of vibe. Um, you could be, you could do like a, a, a Dead to Me thing. Is that the name of the show, Bob? D- Dead to Me. Dead that's to me. Yeah, yeah. On, on Netflix. Yeah, Bless her heart too. She's struggling so bad right now with her health. Poor thing. I know, but uh, we had Lisa Ann on the show uh, a while I back. I love Lisa Ann. Same. Oh my gosh, so so sweet. Oh, she's an angel. Great person, but we went over her her uh, kind of breakout, and it was Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if you hit one of those characters at the right time, it can yes. really, really help explode your career. Um, and I, one would have to think that's that's part of the consideration of this, of just kind of looking around at what, what's going on in the pop culture landscape, uh, because you also look like a lot of the Real Housewives as well. Well, thank you. I yeah. think that's a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just spitballing ideas here for your producers, because it would, you know, nice. we could really light this up, obviously. I, that would be amazing. That would be really cool. Uh, um, yeah. Lisa, Lisa with the nail and palin was huge. She That definitely catapulted her. Um, so I like the Christina Applegate. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. You could fire that up. I think that would be a good one. And then as far as you're concerned, uh, people you haven't worked with yet, uh, do you put in requests? Do you like, are you like, Hey, can you get me Johnny sins or somebody like that? Or is there any girls that you want to go down on where you're like, Oh, can you get me with, uh, Lena Paul or somebody? I have, um, girls that I'd like to shoot with and guys that I'd like to shoot with. But as far as requests, that's more like my personal stuff for OnlyFans and whatnot. Um, I, uh, I, I'm, we're just paired up when it comes to like the professional stuff. So 
Um, but for Johnny Sins would be great. Um, I like, um, oh my goodness, I am blanking on names today. I love Charlotte Stokely. She's incredible. I would love to work with her. Serene Siren is a great, great girl, girl actress. Um, uh, Lisa, Lisa Ann is a personal friend. So that's, you know, that's in that category. And that's sure. another thing too, is it's, it's hard. Um, my friendships come before professional. So I, I want to make sure that we're both on board before we shoot something, um, for production versus something that's going to harm our friendship. So that always comes first. Friendship always comes first. How would it harm your friendship? Exactly. Um, make it awkward, you know, like I wouldn't ever want to make, um, uh, I wouldn't ever want to make our conversations or interactions awkward. And I don't think you would in this industry because it's, it is what it is. And you may have to work with this person eventually anyway. But, um, I, I just, I'm always very, um, aware and considerate of other people and, and how they would feel about a situation. So, um, most people have never been weird about it, but maybe I'm the weird one who's considering it before, uh, before we shoot. So no, not at all. I mean, a lot of people have relationships within the industry where they're actually married to other porn stars. And then that's kind of a weird roundabout as well. Uh, we had small hands on the show a mm-hmm. couple years back and he was married to, or he, I think he's still married to her, a very famous porn star as well. And I asked Joe him, and yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I asked him about their relationship as far as that goes. And uh, they've always had a, uh, an understanding that uh, the job comes first and uh, you know, they'll always go home and everything will be fine. So I wouldn't right. put too much thought into that. I think you'll be good. Okay, cool. I yeah. like your I, I will definitely take your advice. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, is it true that you're getting sued right now for the last name Dior? I am. How is that going? Because yesterday I did a story about Hunter Biden, and uh, he's currently filed a lawsuit. I don't know if you know this. He had uh, uh, sex with a stripper, um, did not pull out. They have a child together. The child is four, and uh, the the, he doesn't want the child using the last name Biden because it's associated with success uh, and Mm -hmm. something else is what it said in the lawsuit. Now, when you get a lawsuit like this from Dior, what is their explanation? Um, so how it came about was, uh, when I chose my name, when I started in the industry, um, I chose, uh, due to advice that we had gotten legally throughout the industry, they had said to trademark my name so that if I exploded later on, um, somebody else couldn't buy it and then resell it back to me. So immediately I filed for the trademark, um, through the U S um, trademark and, um, about a year later. Uh, this past September of 21, I got the um, the permission that it was granted. I got the, I got you know the trademark approved. Sure. And um, October of 21, um, I got a letter and an email from the trademark office that said that Christian Dior is um, attacking my trademark, saying that I am um, diluting their brand and uh, tarnishing the name by what I do uh, and what I'm doing with the name. Um, so my, my argument to it is I have nothing to do with the brand. Um, what I do is completely different. What I filed it under was modeling, um, TV, you know, uh, modeling and performances. It has nothing to do with clothing. And like I said, in the U S or in the sun, um, uh, New York post article, 
was that most of the time I don't even have clothes on when I'm working. So it, like it has nothing to do with a clothing brand. So right now um, we are going back and forth still. Um, I'm not I'm not rolling over. They are going to get a fight and um, I'm not giving my name up without a fight. I like that. I like that a lot. By the way, somebody in the chat says uh, our last White House press secretary, uh, I think McElhaney. Oh, that would be a good one. Uh, yeah, the the if you would play uh, Kelly, is it Kelly McElhaney? Kaylee McElhaney. Yeah, um, that would be a good one for you. Look her up. That would be great. Okay. She was Trump's uh, White House press secretary. So the, the audience is throwing know. some things out. Yeah, <laughs> so it's perfect. Thank you, yeah. Um, do, sure. Does politics ever get involved behind the scenes? Do people ask you to do like, hey, I voted for Biden or I voted for Trump during some of these videos? Um, I have not had that request yet. So no, not for me yet, but I'm sure it's out there. Um, I think for the most part, they try to stay very um, middle of the road because they don't want to eliminate an entire audience. Um, because let's let's face it right now in politics. If you're on one side, you're on one side. And if you're on the other, you're on the other. There's no, there's no conversation in the in between. So, for sure, uh, I didn't know if on, on on OnlyFans though they were like, hey, could you just throw on a MAGA hat and then fuck this dude with a beard and and recreate a a Jan <laughs> Six uh, type sitch? I haven't gotten the request yet, so I'll let you know when I do. Oh, perfect, you know perfect, yeah. Because yeah, then, I, will, I mean, I look, a lot of our listeners look like uh, J Six insurrectionists, so um, it's great, including myself. Jesus yes. Christ, this fucking dick broom. <laughs> this is new, by the way. This isn't an everyday uh, mustache for me. So uh, is it a glue on? No, no, no. I, I, it's real. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. It's real. I, come on. I don't yeah. glue it on. I can grow it. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, I'm teasing. Come I'm on, teasing. brother. Well, you said it's not an everyday thing. I was like, is it like a facial extension? Like, no, no, no. no. I, I meant like a, you know, like a life, like a, a lifestyle, oh, gotcha. you know? Gotcha. So um, it's a recent addition. Yeah. Uh, well, quick question from the audience here. Favorite yeah. version of life is a highway. Uh, Tom Cochran or Rascal Flats? Oh, Rascal Flats. Fuck off. Really? <laughs> that original by Tommy Cox is something special. Yeah, the, to- the Tommy Cox. I mean, all right, let's 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 put it this way. I guess Rascal Flats wouldn't have a version if it didn't come from Tommy Cochran first. Goddamn so, right. More energy yeah. in the Rascal Flats version. I'm, I know. I'm with you. I'm, with you. I'm on Rascal there's Flats. There's just no energy in that Rascal Flats no, version. No, no, there's more energy in the Rascal no, Flats version. No, there's not. Yeah. It's kind of dead. Whenever you use a slow southern accent like that that's kind of lazy... Life yeah. is a highway. I don't want to get on the highway, and I don't want to ride it all night long. But I do yeah. with Tommy Cox's version. Um, mm. So, you know, maybe that's me, and I'm being selfish right now, but I heard it on the way here. For whatever reason, that song just keeps popping up in my life, and I have no explanation for it. It's kind of like your Lifetime movie, where like a song keeps playing consistently throughout the whole movie. Like, that's your... Your lifetime song. I'm starting to, to wonder if I'm in a fucking horror film and it's just <laughs> life is a highway is triggering something else for me where it's just it all starts over. I don't really know yet. Uh, I'm not mad at it because I enjoy the song. Obviously, the it's one not by a horrible song. Tom Cochran, but not the one by Rascal Flatts. Not the Rascal Flatts version. Yeah, I gotcha. don't enjoy that one at all. But uh, no. now's the Turn point. That- yeah, I'm going to turn that off. Uh, and they even their last tour was called Life is a Highway. And I was like, it's a fucking, you remade the song. Don't call yeah. your last tour Life is a Highway. It sure yeah, that's isn't. A, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Like, you can't take ownership like that. That's It's a remake. I agree, dude. I agree. No, you can't take, you can't take ownership like that. That's a, little, that's a little messed up. It's a little much. 
Um, now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to oh inspired me to be i would say i would say the guy i'm with right now i mean he truly i don't know if i'm playing this right but um he is supportive he's behind me every step he makes me work on the days that I don't want to work. He makes me want to be a better person every solitary day that I'm alive and I wouldn't be here without him. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Does he do anything for it? Like behind the scenes, is he your camera guy or anything like that? Or does he have a normal job? He has a normal job, um, but he does a lot of like, um, he's brutally honest, which I ab- absolutely love. So if I put something on and I look like absolute shit, he'll tell me. Um, which I need because, you know, I, I don't want to go out there looking like total shit. Sure. But, um, so uh, he'll help me with a lot of editing cause that can get super daunting. Um, so a lot of like the scenes and stuff like that he can help with, but for the most part, um, he does his thing and supports me. And that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I mean, supporting me is a full-time job in and of itself. So it I sure <laughs> is. If you're having sex 10 times a week, that's a lot of support. That's fair. That's fair. Yes. Back support, leg support. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all yeah. the things. I mean, chiropractor visits alone are, uh, are a mortgage. So. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> he's not in fucking Forrest Gump leg braces, you know? <laughs> you could be that's Jenny awesome. Gump, too. Don't I let that one... Jenny- what, is, would that be I too don't. weird as to have a, a retarded man have sex with you? Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I'm down. I agree. Let's do it. I agree. I mean, it's Forrest Gump. Yes. It's and that's a whole new genre that we haven't even dabbled in yet. A little, right? a little down, down syndrome sex, you know, just to get the people going. I like it. I like Let's it. Let's do I'm it. Down. Let's do I'm it. I'm down. <laughs> uh, tell everybody where they can find you, Gigi. You can find me on Instagram at SFW. You can find me on Twitter at TV. I apologize for the length of that. I've lost sure. a lot of Twitters lately. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Chatterbait uh, during the week at MyGGDior and on Pornhub under GGDior. Perfect. Let her know you saw her on Drinking Bros. You listened to the episode. <laughs> Support independent filmmakers uh, yes, like please. Gigi. Um, we're proud of you. You're out here doing God's work, you know? Thanks. Yeah. Thank we're a big fan. <laughs> Can't wait to see, uh, uh, some of your, your, your future shoots there, uh, popping up on the old screen. Cause look, our phones are listening to everything we say. So after this episode, I'm going to get a million of your videos just inside my phone. And, uh, yep. and I'm looking forward to it. Gigi, you're a lovely person. Thank you. Thank um, you, thank you. Thank you for having me tonight. That was, it's awesome. Thanks for being here. Uh, kids, no don't forget, go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. It's all the advertisers give a shit about. Go to Spotify. It's just a five-star. You can click it and then walk away. Nothing more to do there. They're from Sweden. They don't know any better. They don't know how to create HTLMN code or whatever the fuck that's called. All right? They don't do it over there. So just click the five-star and throw the phone out the window. For GGGOR, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.